Turn to M3 and Karen B for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common employee benefits compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance related implementation, guidance, or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B., and your Comply on the Fly question of the week is What is an ERISA SPD, and when do I need to provide it? So, an SPD stands for Summary Plan Description. It finds its foundation in ERISA, which is the law. ERISA, as you recall, does not apply to governmental employers and church plans. So this SPD, Summary Plan Description Requirement, is not technically applicable to those employers. Okay, now moving on to really what an SPD is. The Department of Labor defines an SPD as the primary vehicle for informing participants and beneficiaries about their rights and benefits under the employee benefit plans in which they participate. Many of you may assume based on that definition that you don't play any role in that requirement. You may think that what is provided by your carriers or your third-party administrators in the form of plan documents or certificates or policies or whatever they might be calling documents is adequate and sufficient. However, the DOL regulations require information about you to be contained in the SPD. You are the plan sponsor. We need your identifying information in the plan document, your ERISA plan year, your ERISA plan number, which as a caveat starts with a five for welfare benefit plans, as opposed to retirement plans, which start with a zero. And those are three digit numbers. There's just lots of information that carriers and TPAs do not include for you, or generally speaking, don't include for you in those documents that you receive from them, especially when you have fully insured plans, because the documents that you get from the carriers are not specific to you. Plan docs they give to everyone, anyone that goes to them and purchases a PPO policy or an HMO policy. The important thing is there's just not going to be identifying information about you, especially with those fully insured carrier documents. So if you were ever audited by the Department of Labor and you don't have proper SPDs, it could be costly for you in fines. You need to have an SPD or SPDs in place, and this can be done by implementing a wrap document or documents, depending on how many ERISA plans you choose to offer as the plan sponsor. The wrap document essentially wraps around the documents you already have. They supplement the documentation and make your documents complete and ERISA compliant. Some plan sponsors choose to take all of the welfare benefit plans that they offer and wrap them into one ERISA plan, requiring one SPD. And we kind of call that the mega wrap SPD. Or you can simply have wrap documents for each plan or group of plans. Bottom line, you need something, some document to take what you already have add in the missing pieces, and have complete ERISA documentation. Once your SPD or SPDs are in place, you are required to provide that document or documents within 90 days of enrollment. 
So if you decide to put all of your plans into one ERISA plan and do offer life insurance to everyone, this SPD essentially would have to go to everyone. But it needs only go to a plan participant, which is your employee. It does not have to go to spouses and dependents. You really should have proof that you provided it. And of course, if we think to the delivery options that you have, hand delivery, you would want to get somebody to sign off that they received it. Mail, you would want to keep track of who you mailed it to and when. Or of course, electronic delivery, where you would want a record of the delivery, probably via email and an email list, or some sort of acknowledgement in an HRIS system. The ongoing obligation you have to provide SPDs is once every 10 years or five years if changes have been made to the document. If you feel that you are not compliant with the SPD requirement, contact your M3 account team for assistance. They have some options for putting this documentation in place for you. And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode of Comply on the Fly. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.